Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. Have you ever struggled with modern day technology? Something not working the way you wanted it to? And not understand why? Or have really slow internet speed? All of which you just want to pull out your hair out of frustration and just give up. Michael was a short-time missionary at the Penang Project in Cambodia and he had just such an experience. Here is his story of how he solved his frustration with modern-day technology. My story today is called A Story of a Small Town Cell Phone. I really like this story because it illustrates how really easy tasks in the United States can end up being really difficult when you're overseas and in the middle of nowhere in a small town in another nation. Sometimes you just have to work a lot to get something done. Before I left for Cambodia as a short-term missionary with Avnus Frontier Missions to the Benong Project, I was an avid dumb phone user. I was adamant that I did not want a cell phone that had a screen that I could touch, that had apps, that would control my every life and every movement. I had used a flip phone for years, it was durable, the battery lasted for more than 48 hours, and I was happy. It called people and it sent text messages. That was the cell phone's job, and that was what I wanted it for. But when I went to Cambodia, I realized that this would have to change. I had to use a smartphone. For two main reasons. One, the team communicated all on Facebook Messenger. A dumb phone can't have Facebook Messenger, and if I'm on the go, there would be no way to contact the team. That would be a big problem. The other issue is that there was no internet at the school. In fact, the only really good way to get internet was either to go to a restaurant and use the free Wi-Fi and order some food, or to get a smartphone and use the LTE in the area. Well, I didn't want to go to a restaurant every time I wanted to talk to somebody overseas or check my email, so I decided to get an old iPhone SE the first generation, so that I could have internet access and communicate with my team. The other benefit was that it gave me a pretty nice camera that fit in my pocket. So that was convenient too, and I got a lot of good pictures. So I begrudgingly purchased an iPhone SE before I left, got it all ready, made sure it worked okay, left a nice review for the person I bought it from, and went to Cambodia. Now, it worked really, really well for a couple of months. But then I started noticing some strange behavior. The reception and internet would go in and go out, go in and go out, even in places where it worked perfectly before. That was weird, but not entirely inconvenient because, you know, I'm not supposed to be on the internet all the time. I'm there to work and meet people, not spend time on my phone. But then more problems started happening. In early January, the phone started crashing about once a day. Just decided to stop working. It rebooted itself, and in a couple minutes it was working again. Oh, okay, n not a big problem. Until the crash rate increased, and increased, and increased, until I could barely get out one text message before it would crash again. My phone was crashing every couple of minutes. On a good day. This was, suffice it to say, unacceptable. So I decided to go to the market to find a replacement battery. 
which through a lot of research, Google searching, talking with people, I had realized was probably the main issue. Now, I knew that the local market sold iPhones. I knew that the local market sold batteries for iPhones. In fact, when I went to talk with Greg Timmons, one of the career missionaries at the project, he even taught me how to say new battery in the local language, Kamai. Tama Tamai, literally battery new. Not too hard to remember, I thought, so I can go to the market and use some basic Kamai skills to find a new battery. My phone wasn't the newest in the world, but it wasn't the oldest, so I figured I would be okay. So I went to the market. It was time. Now, I don't speak a lot of Kamai, but I managed to get through somehow. So I went up to the first stall, and I said, Hello, Susade, Junupsua, Nyatmian, Tamatamai, iPhone SE? Hello, do you have an iPhone SE battery? And they would respond, Ba, Mian. In other words, yes, we have one. And I said, Oh, great, Talaiman, how much? And they would say, Dopdala, or Dopbaidala, $10, $13, somewhere around there. This was a good price. It included the battery, the labor, and everything else I needed. Not bad. So I would reply to their price and say, Okay, Kniom Chong, I want it. So then they would proceed to take my phone, get a new battery out of their shop, and start working on a replacement while I sat down to wait. Wait. And wait. And wait a little bit longer. And then about 15 minutes later, they would come out and say, Oh, som to bong, kniom at mian. They don't have one? What? They were saying sorry, they didn't have one. They, they just told me I had, they had one a minute before. Uh, they must mean that they don't have a battery that works. There must be something wrong. So I said, okay, at aite, no problem. Akun, thank you. And so I decided, well, if that stall couldn't help me, surely another one could. There were Samsung stores and Oppo stores and various other cell phone repair shops there in the market, so I just decided, well, I can try at least three or four to see how it goes. So I went to the second stall, and the process repeated. Hello, Dramipsua, Nyatmian, Tamatamai, iPhone SE, do you have an iPhone SE battery? Ba, Knyomian, yes, we have one. Fly on, how much? Tapdala, okay, Knyomchong. $10. Okay, I want it. And they would take my phone, take my battery, and start working on a replacement while I sat down to wait. And once again, the second stall came back about 10 or 15 minutes later, and they said, Oh, sorry, sir. I don't have one. Our shop doesn't have an iPhone SE battery. <sighs> okay. No problem. Adaite. Thank you. The third time this happened, after I had also been offered some food by the person manning the shop, I realized that no one would have an iPhone SE battery. And I just gave up. Now, this was on a Friday. The sun was going to go down eventually, and I didn't have all day to try every stall in the marketplace. So I was supposed to have a meeting with the field directors that day, and I went to them, and I shared my experience, and we had a good laugh over it and I proceeded with my day. But the next morning I woke up and my phone was working. It had stopped crashing. Wow, this is wonderful. Praise the Lord. So I decided to talk about it in church and I even was able to tell the story in Kamai. 
very broken Kamai, but Kamai nonetheless. And I was happy to share how God had been working. So, with the field directors in town, I realized that, um, well, there's no Apple stores here in remote Cambodia, so I better ask the field directors as they go to the capital city, Phnom Penh, to check there for some batteries. Surely, a store there would have an iPhone SE battery. They checked. And they checked. And they checked some more. In the entire capital city, they found zero iPhone SE batteries. They had iPhone 5 batteries, iPhone 6 batteries, iPhone 8 batteries. No iPhone SE batteries. The one model in Cambodia that no one had a replacement for was the one that I had. Ugh. I needed a phone to communicate with the team, so I planned another market trip to buy a replacement smartphone. Ugh, it's a, not a ton of money, but it was just going to have to do. So I went to the market and I purchased a really old 64 gigabit iPhone 5. Yes, iPhone 5. A serious downgrade from an iPhone SE. For about $85. Not bad. It was slow. It was old. It was ancient. But it worked. And that's what was important. But I didn't want to live with this slowness forever. So I started looking online and I started doing some more research. And I found out I could order a replacement battery on AliExpress. Which was an Amazon-like website based in China. Some of the other career missionaries had ordered some stuff from there in the past. And so we knew it could work possibly. But the shipping was horrific. Needless to say, they don't have Amazon Prime in Cambodia. It was 30 plus days for normal shipping. Be grateful for your Amazon Prime, everyone. Or whatever shipping methods you choose to use. It's probably faster than Cambodia. DHL shipping was faster, but then you would have to pay two of your arms and maybe a leg and maybe your head as well. So I just paid for the slowest shipping, ordered a new battery online after thoroughly checking to make sure it was actually an iPhone SE battery, not something else, and got it shipped. After I realized that I couldn't ship straight to Monbukiri, Cambodia, where I was, anyway, I had to ship it to Bo Hutchinson, who was serving at another AFM project at, in Krache province. If I shipped it to his P.O. box, he said, he would be willing to send it on a van to my way, and then I could finally, finally, finally fix my phone. After my phone battery finally got through customs, finally made its way to Bo Hutchinson, and I got a shipping notification that it had arrived, I got a strange phone call on my phone. And uh, it kept coming in again and again, and, and nobody really knows my cell phone number in Cambodia. I, I used Facebook Messenger to communicate with the team. And I had their numbers, so I didn't answer. And they didn't leave a voicemail, so I ignored it. And, um... I realized later that I didn't get voicemail with my phone plan. Oh well. They called again later, and this time I picked up since they seemed rather insistent. When they started speaking Khmer, however, I quickly stated that I didn't speak Khmer. To which they gave a rather deflated, Oh. I went out into the school, and looked and looked, and finally found a teacher who spoke both Khmer and English. And he talked to them, and then after a couple minutes he hung up. He said it was a wrong number. Strange. A few hours later, I got a message on AliExpress that the shipment was having issues. The phone number was wrong, and I needed to contact the Cambodia DHL and post office. 
Oh, so that's who was calling. And they thought it was a wrong number because it was being shipped to Bo Hutchinson, not Michael. Oops. I quickly called Bo Hutchinson and explained the situation. Fortunately, he was willing to track down my package, as he spoke the local language much better than I was. To make a long story short, after several more hoops that we jumped through, I finally received my replacement battery and fixed my phone. Now, I may have cracked it a little bit and I didn't install the battery just right, but the battery worked and my iPhone SE was operational once again and no longer crashed. Tasks in the mission field that might seem like a cakewalk in the States, just go on Amazon, find someone selling a battery and get it shipped, or walk into an Apple store and ask them to do it for you in 20 minutes. Overseas? Eh, not so easy. It's just life. But I'm very grateful for everyone who helped me get my replacement battery, even the sellers at the market who were patient with a foreigner who was fumbling his way through his search. When you're faced with a tough task that doesn't seem to be finishing in the timeline that you want, when other people just don't have what you need at the store or online, just remember to keep persevering. Always remember that, you know, God will work things out in his timing, and maybe that technology isn't as important as you thought it was before it broke. Remember to always persevere, and when you think about how easy and convenient things are here in the States, remember that there are others that don't have these conveniences. There are others who would wish for the fast shipping and the easy access to technology that we have here in the States. And so when you have opportunity, help them. Be patient with those who might be slow to get the technology that you need online because maybe they're having their own iPhone SE moment at the market. Be patient, endure, and the things that you need will hopefully come along in their own time. Perseverance and prayer always pays off. Michael pushed through and finally got his iPhone SE working. Thank you for listening to Adventist Frontier Mission Stories. Join us again for more inspiring adventures from our missionaries in the field.